Greetings, everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy Neal, and you're listening to The Hiker Podcast. What is up there, hikers? This is Andy, and I am coming to you from the great state of Oregon, which is where I always come from. That's that's where I live. I live in Oregon. You know. Anyways, so I hope you all are having a fantastic a fantastic end of August here, or whenever you're listening to this. I know so many people, they they uh, listen to this in batches. They listen, they, they binge, you know, if they're on a hike or a trip. But, oh, it's, it's been so great to hear from all of you who have enjoyed what I'm doing here with the Hiker Podcast. And I just want to, first of all, thank you all for listening. If you want to know all the different ways to listen to the Hiker Podcast, go to hikerpodcast.com. They're all there. You can listen on Spotify. You can listen on Anchor. You can listen on... Apple Podcasts of all places. And there's an array of different places you can listen. Google Podcasts as well. Just just just, just go on hikerpodcast.com. Find all the different ways to listen. And uh, I'm still keep it a secret. I'm giving away stickers. I like stickers. I know hikers like stickers. I've got a lot of stickers. So if you go on social media, go to hikerpodcast.com. You'll find my social media for the Hiker Podcast. It's at Hiker Podcast. Um, and then you can find me at Andy Films and Hikes and just message, DM one of those and say, I would like a Hiker Podcast sticker. And if you are in the US or if you are in Canada, I will send you one. Unfortunately, I, 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 I've tried to send one to Europe and it was it was problematic with with because it wasn't it was more than a letter and but so Canada was fine Canada's like three stamps that's totally cool anywhere in the U.S. that's totally cool if you are on a U.S. military base overseas that works the same way it's weird like like I sent one off to, to Germany on a military base but it's a U.S. address to a, anyways just hit me up in the DMs follow me on the various social media networks and thank you all so much for your support of the Hiker Podcast I am just blown away every week by the kind notes and messages i got i got stickers from different different organizations and podcasts this week i'm just i'm so flabbergasted uh at just uh, everything you all have done for me and how you've supported me and the show because if you don't know my name's andy i am a new hiker i haven't even gone on a backpacking trip yet though i do have the route plan i know exactly where i'm gonna go once all the smoke clears up in southern oregon uh, there are, of course, the wildfires here in Oregon and in Southern and Northern California and all over the West. And first of all, our thoughts are with those who are, and, and our thanks are, are with those who are fighting the fires um, in, in the outdoors and the wilderness areas. Uh, just, it's, it, I, I know it's tough and I know the smoke is inconvenience for me as a hiker, but uh, the devastation these fires are causing uh, people and families, it doesn't even compare. So thank you to those who are who are putting themselves in harm's way out there in the wilderness to fight these fires thank you so much um you are amazing so with that said though i am a new hiker i'm still learning the ropes and i started this podcast as a way to just kind of find out more about hiking and to talk with those in the hiking community and find out the why behind hiking to demystify hiking to tell the story of hikers and find out about the hiker behind the trekking poles and um 
that's what I hope to do with this. And we, we, we talk to all different kinds of people from different backgrounds and, and we have some special, a different kind of guests this week than we've had in the past. And I'm super excited to have this person on. But first I wanna talk about our sponsor of this episode. This episode is sponsored by Sawyer Products, maker of the repellents and the Sawyer Squeeze water filter. You know, if you have been around hiking for any length of time, you've probably at least seen their products. And I want to address something really quick. So I was really just, uh, I don't want to seem disingenuous about bringing on sponsors. When I first started this podcast, I started with Anchor Podcast and they give you a sponsor based on kind of like an algorithm YouTube type thing where you record an ad and then every listen, every click, it's like, you know, 10, 15 cents. And so before I started partnering with Sawyer, I had Anchor Podcast, who is the podcast host. They are a great podcast host enjoy them very much they're easy to work with it's super great interface love anchor podcast but it wasn't really you know a brought on sponsor it was just something that you could do a few pennies and it, it, it was helpful it was i mean we made a, made a little bit of money to be able to cover the cost of a run of stickers honestly so and help cover the postage for those so that that was great um but then when i started talking with sawyer i was just really worried that you know people are gonna think oh man andy's selling out now um but first of all, I want to assure you, the listener of the Hiker Podcast, that I will never bring a sponsor onto the show whom I don't believe in their company and their product. And Sawyer is like the number one company. I was using their product before they were a sponsor of the show, before I even began a conversation with them to, to be a sponsor of the Hiker Podcast. I was using their water filters. I have since started using their repellents and, 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 and gear treatments as well. And I'm just, uh, I'm blown away at the integrity they have as a company and the wonderful people they have working there who are engaged in tra the, the, the trail and the outdoors and environments and environmental justice and, and social justice. I'm just uh, so blown away by them as a company. So there may be other other sponsors in the future of episodes. And I just want to assure you that no matter who it is, whether it's a clothing brand or a store or a certain product, it will be a company that I believe in, that I would use myself and that I am not ever going to just sell out for money. That's just not me. I can't do it. I mean, just, yeah, it's not me. With that said, though, I sold out. No, not really. <laughs> With that said, uh, we this is the first week of the Sawyer segments where we have a anywhere between three and kind of seven minute conversation with someone from Sawyer. And this week we are talking to Andrew Peanut Glenn about Sawyer's water filter. Sawyer's water filters are the most commonly used water filter by hikers. And there's reasons for that. One is it's ease of use. It's, it's weight is super light, but also it filters out so much of the particulates and, and bacteria and everything else that you might get from a water source while hiking, whether you are day hiking, backpacking, through hiking or section hiking, you want to have a filter on you. I, 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 I day hiked last week, 12 miles. I carried two liters on me. I had my kids with me. They each had a liter and a half on them. We still stopped at about the eight mile mark to get more water because it was a particularly hot day and we filled up our water at stream over at Crater Lake National Park. And it's good to have in case of an emergencies. We actually ran into a thunderstorm, so we had to move it. So I'm glad I had that extra water on me. So it's a product that I use even as a day hiker. I think everyone should carry some sort of water filtration system because you never know what's going to happen on the trail. Even if it's just a short hike, you never know what's going to happen. So with that said, I want to introduce to you all Andrew talking to me, Andy, and 
the Sawyer segment talking about Sawyer's water filtration technology. Hey there, hikers. Andy here. You knew that. But uh, we talked about last week we had Peanut and Prodigy on the show to start off the partnership the Hiker Podcast has with Sawyer Products. If you are in the hiking community, you probably maybe at least have heard of Sawyer. Um, Sawyer has done some amazing things, not only in the hiking and through hiking community, but around the world. Uh, But we want to know, you know, why is the things they're doing important? Why is it important to prevent waterborne diseases? Why is it important to prevent insect-borne diseases like ticks and Lyme disease and things of that nature? So for the next six weeks, we're going to be talking with either with either Peanut or, or Prodigy about things that Sawyer is doing, not just the products, but what they're doing around the world. Because for me, it was important to partner with companies that weren't just trying to sell stuff, but that were really trying to make a difference. And so I have Andrew Glenn, also known on the trail as Peanut here, and we're gonna talk about Sawyer's filter technology. If you've been around the through hiking or hiking community, you've probably seen the smart water bottles with the Sawyer squeeze filter on top. So, Andrew, how are you doing today? Uh, how, what, why are these filters important? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, well, first, I'm doing great. Um, and, yeah, I mean, these filters are super important for uh, to keep you hydrated on trail or whether on trail or if you are uh, living in a developing country that doesn't have access to clean water. Um, so th- that's, yeah, that's why... <laughs> the filters are important. Um, but what I'm pretty stoked about is the technology behind them. And the, as I've clipped into the uh, team here at Sawyer, I came from hiker background. And so the more I learn about them, the more I start to just kind of geek out. Very cool. So what makes the technology different than a, a standard water filter? What, what sets Sawyer apart uh, in the water filtration, you know, scheme of things? Right. So uh, we say that there's kind of four things that that make up the Sawyer standard. And I'll dive into my favorite one, uh, the one that's kind of like most easy to talk about, and it's that each filter in production is individually tested three times. Uh, so that means like no batch testing at all. They don't just pull from the cycle, test it, make sure it's good, and then they count that run as good to go. They pick up each filter, test it three times. So when you receive your filter, you know it's good to go. Um, and then the the other three, uh, absolute microns. Uh, so without absolute pore size, larger holes are present, which allows like bacteria, protozoa, cysts, and other viruses to pass through. Uh, but with absolute pore size like none of that's passing through so the filter doesn't just like filter like 99.9 percent of things that are going through but it's 99.99999 it's five nine so really nothing (laughs) nothing's getting through there yeah 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 um and then fiber strength or hoop strength uh the, the technology behind the, the hoop strength means that uh, you can aggressively backwash in uh, your filter and it's going to it's going to hold up. And um, it combined with the absolute microns 
100% of microplastics are going to be removed from the water. So don't have to worry about those things getting through. And then uh, lastly, the, it's the protected fibers. So our hollow fiber, hollow fiber membranes, they're fully encased and sealed. Uh, so when you have your filter, you can look at it and there's no seal marks. There's no, uh, there's no seams on it. It's like completely protected. Um, and so it resists any type of physical damage um, to the filter, which you might see in um, some of the other competitors out there. So let me ask you a question. And as a new hiker, and it may, may seem obvious to some, but I, th- I think there are a lot of people who are listening to this who are getting on trail for the first time. Why is it important to filter your water? Why can't I, the stream looks good. It looks clean. Why can't I just take my water bottle, fill it up and drink out of there? What are some of the dangers of that? And why is it important to filter that water? Right, man, that would just be the dream, right? To just like pass through and be able to take and go and not really think about uh, filtering. But that's kind of what we've uh, designed this for, the, the squeeze. You don't really have to think about it because... Yeah, I mean, you get to a water source, especially if you're um, in somewhere that you might your water sources might be limited to lakes or ponds, something that might be a little bit standing, um, or even even running water at elevation can all carry um, harmful bacteria from uh, from scat from animals to improper cat holes from humans. I mean, there's just a number of different bacteria that can be living in that water and Anyone that's hiked in the desert knows just the endless uh, gunk and mosquitoes and um, just opportunities to get um, giardia are pretty endless on trail. So it's important to uh, to treat your water. And while some people might opt for uh, chemicals, the using a squeeze and using uh, you know one of our filters you get to taste water and, and you're not gonna be tasting chemicals and that's that's always a benefit and it, it really is an amazing product my 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 10 year old son who just started getting into hiking who's becoming quite the hiker himself he used it for the first time a few weeks ago um you look at my instagram he's he figured it out he's watched enough videos online he's seen me do it enough times that he was able to do it and it's super easy product to use and it's super important so where can people buy a sawyer squeeze filter Sure. Yeah. If you go to Sawyer.com, you'll see our where to buy page. Um, but I mean, we are in REI, we are in Walmart, sell them on Amazon. So, um, and we're likely in your mom and pop shop too. So definitely go onto our where to buy page, especially during this season, uh, support your local mom and pop shops, but then also know that we got you covered in our other retailers as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andrew. Appreciate it. wasn't so bad no was it everybody I, I hope not thank you so much andrew andrew and and prodigy have been so amazing to work with the whole team over at sawyer have been amazing to work with thank you guys like they said where, go and purchase the products i mean wherever they are sold go to your local outfitter rei walmart it's all there uh, i would just yeah thank you so much i don't get any kickback if you buy one through an affiliate link we don't have affiliate links or anything they just uh they partner with me and, and, and help me out and uh, it's been super cool and they've been super just chill and amazing to work with. So with that said, though, we're going to move on to the next section of the show. And 
well, first of all, I want to read. I, last week we had so many Apple Podcast reviews, it was a little overwhelming. Well, I only had one this week, which I was a little sad, but actually a little relieved because there was like, I know that I've got messages from people that I missed theirs. I'm like, how did I miss yours? I'm so sorry, I didn't read it on the air. And then last week there was like seven or eight. I'm like, ah, and then there's been some from other countries outside of the United States, which I have a service that tries to pick them all up, but I don't always see all of them. I've had one from Brazil. I had someone from Canada said, hey, I put a review and I haven't seen it yet. Because if you just go on iTunes, it doesn't show up the inter- the out of United States reviews. You have to kind of search them out. It's hard. If you did send me a review and I haven't read it, screenshot it for me and send it to me, Andy at hikerpodcast.com, and I'll be sure to read it on the air. With that said, we have a five-star review here from GR Mac K, and it says, good high-quality podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate the five stars. Surprisingly high-quality audio, especially for a new podcast. Well, thank you so much. I do strive for that. Uh, being a uh, video and audio professional, it's, I, I strive for good audio quality. So thank you. Good interviews. Just please remember that Epic Through Hikers aren't the only interesting people out there. You know what? You're right. Through hikers are not the only interesting people out there on the trail. I'm not even a through hiker, and we have interviewed a lot of through hikers on the show. A lot of that's just because of scheduling. Just I know we, we have a big name, just backpacker coming on the show here. Hopefully next few weeks. We we're supposed to interview him uh, last week, but then scheduling stuff happened. And we have a big name backpacker coming on the show soon. But this week, I brought my friend on to, and, and he was already scheduled when I saw this review, so I was super excited. My friend Jim Falkenstein is an epic day hiker and trail runner here in Ashland, Oregon. He has written a book called Ashland Trails. He is also a film and Hollywood insider professional. He's been working in the Hollywood industry for longer than I've been alive, which at least I think. Uh, maybe I'm aging Jim here. I don't know. Jim, how old are you? I'm not going to ask. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's been in the film industry for a long time. He's been hiking for a very, very long time. Uh, first in the Los Angeles area, uh, he's actually was employed by the National Forest Service before he got into the film industry. And uh, he wrote a book about all the trails in Ashland, Oregon. And the thing is about Ashland, Oregon and all the surrounding areas in Southern Oregon, it is an epic paradise, paradise for day hikers and backpackers and through hikers. And there's so much to do. And he has a website called ashlandtrails.com. And he wrote a book um, called Ashland Trails, which you can go to the uh the description here of this episode, you can find a link to his his website and then to go buy the book. And if you're ever in Southern Oregon, and as an Uber driver, I have I have driven people who were flown into Southern Oregon at the Medford Airport, and they came here just to hike, not to hike the PCT, but just they wanted to hike all these epic trails around here because this is a hiker's paradise here in Southern Oregon. And I had a great conversation with Jim about his book, his background, why he hikes, why he runs, because I think trail runners are crazy, but you know, a lot of people think I'm crazy for hiking 10, 12 miles in a day. And a lot of you think that other people are crazy for hiking 2,000, you know, 560 miles in a summer, you know, whatever. With that said, though, um, we had a great conversation about why it's important to hike locally and just so much good stuff. Um, so with that, I want you to sit back and relax and listen to this conversation I had with my friend Jim Falkenstein, author of Ashland Trails and Epic Day Hiker. So much so that we've even had people give reviews of Hiker Podcast and Apple Podcast says, I love the show, but I'm a day hiker and I want to hear more about day hikers. And since before the show began, I have been talking 
with this epic local day hiker, trail book writer, Hollywood industry insider, and just all around funny guy, um, Jim Falkenstein. Thank you for coming on the show. How are you doing today? Hey, Andy, how are you? Good talking to you on the uh, podcast world anyway, this way. It's very fun. Yes, we've known each other for about, about a year and a half, two years maybe now. Somewhere around yeah. there, maybe longer. Yeah, you're lo- locally you're known as, as the Ashland Trails guy. Also, you you work in Hollywood, but you live here in Ashland, yeah. which is crazy. But actually, I find more and more people are doing that because Ashland is such an amazing place. Uh, so just tell, tell us about yourself, uh, who you are, where you come from, what you do. Oh yeah, so I like yeah, I uh, was a prop master in Los Angeles for the last thirty years. I guess I still am. I guess I'm going back in a month, do more. They're opening back up, and then, but I've uh, lived up here for nine in uh in uh, Ashland, and uh, I know I love hiking and uh, trail running. Those are my things I like doing. And uh, when you come to a new place, you know you're always looking for new trails. And uh, early on, let's say I'd say nine, ten years ago when I first got here, man, I, I came visiting. Fifteen years I've been coming. Twenty, twenty, twenty-five years. Let's say twenty-six. All right, let's stop there. I've been coming up here for a lot of years, looking and hike and run and uh, a little mountain biking here and there. And, uh, you know, when you're from out of town, guess what? People don't want to tell you their secret trails, do they? Exactly. Oh, so yes. man, they're not telling you. So I just found them all on my own, on my maps. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to share with everybody. So I made a website. I started putting some stuff up. And, and my favorite thing is to shoot video on the trails I go on and uh, uh, combine those with some maps and some graphics and uh because I like making videos and I shoot it all and I put it on my website and it's free to the world. And some people are not big fans of that because they, their little secret trails are on my website. But yeah, I have found many a trail. I'm like, Oh, this is a nice little loop. You're nice. It, but it's, it's great resources, especially during this time of COVID it's, it's getting people outside with things to do. One thing I love about your website is you have a list of like COVID safe trails here in Ashland. Yeah. Uh, before we were getting to more about you, what what brought that idea about? Just this idea of putting on your website these these trails that are one way or one way loops that are where social distancing is being enforced. Well, I mean, let's face it. There was a little bit. There, there was a, a there's a group called the AWTA Ashland Wildlands Trail Association, and they build a lot of these trails and maintain them. So uh, I'm kind of in touch with those guys, and there's always internal discussions about there's a conflict on this trail and someone was wearing a mask and someone wasn't they got an argument and blah 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 so they tried to make some one-way trails and i'm like that makes sense these trails the local local trails that everyone knows they're crowded anyway all the time and uh you know so uh they they tried to come up with one-way trails and that caused another conflict because you know you can't tell me which way to walk people were out there surprised (laughs) those are also the people who are not wearing masks you know by the way so uh you know uh, those people were fighting with everybody and arguments were still going on. So I thought like there's, you know, the fire roads that go above town are not quote trails. They're just dirt in the woods. And I'm like, how that's just, those can be trails. So why not remind people that, you know, a walk along the fire roads up there, uh, above town in the Ashland watershed and, you know, across the Valley, there's some trails over in Grizzly Peak. There's just some dirt roads that are, it's delightful. You know, you, yes. you just got to change your mindset and go, I don't need to be on a one single track trail. I could be on a road and sometimes a car might pass me and I'll live and it's still pretty nice. So how did you first get into hiking? You're, you know, 
a big time Hollywood prop master. Yeah. I was looking oh, at yeah. your IM, I was looking at your IMDb before here. You have some pretty legit credits. Legit. Oh yeah, uh, living that Hollywood LA lifestyle. <laughs> what, what got you into hiking? Yeah, well, before that, I was a, I, uh, was a forestry major at Michigan State University. Got my degree, and so I was a forester for a number of years, and uh, in uh, West Virginia and Michigan, and out here in Oregon, uh, I worked out of Corvallis for a summer, uh, and so I, you know, I've always liked camping and hiking and uh but you know living in my truck uh for a few years uh in the woods uh when you're 22 you're you're not meeting a lot of ladies out on the trail i'll tell you that so i was like i gotta get into town this is crazy so so then i went back to school and got into tv show stuff and i'm like that's where you're gonna meet ladies hello (laughs) the tv shows so i worked out pretty good actually met my wife on a show there you go and your wife your wife is an actual uh writer correct she wrote on TV shows. Yeah, she was a sitcom writer. She did that for a number of years. So, yeah, she's pretty funny. She's pretty good. So, so you're you're getting you're getting into you got into Hollywood. You became a prop master. How did working in LA and hiking? How did you balance that? How did that work out? There are a lot of trails in the LA area. Oh yeah, um, but they they are crowded. What what, what kind of how, what was the balance like there? Get, being a someone who loved the outdoors and hiking and living in the urban sprawl that is Southern California. Well, that's what kind of started my uh, my website idea was it was in Los Angeles. My neighbor, next door neighbor and I, uh, he had just gotten through a oh, really, really rough divorce. And uh, I was looking for, uh, tra- I'd been always looking for trails in LA and they're all dusty and terrible. And another buddy of mine said, have you been on the secret rope trail, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, secret rope trail? No, I got to go find that. And it was like right in the heart of Los Angeles, up in the hills uh, off of Fryman Canyon as a mm-hmm. loop that goes back. Uh, and I found it and I'm like, how come more people don't know about this great trail? Because it had a big you know, rope swing over a valley and there was, it's cool. And, and uh, so I said, you know what, my buddy John, I go, let's go make some videos and show people where these trails are. And we started finding, there are the dusty, horrible Los Angeles trails. There's Runyon Canyon, which is filled with, you know, pe- women hiking in bikinis and guys, you know, vaping while they're on their cell phones. It's horrifying. But it's just really crowded and dusty. So, but there are trails around Los Angeles that are are a little less known. And I started making a website called Trail Dummies, TrailDummies.com. My buddy John and I went around and we just kind of, you know, bu- bumbled our way through a couple of trails and got lost and got rides from high school kids who we we were smoking weed on the trail instead of in high school, and they gave us a ride back to our car because we, you know, stuff like that it was fun. And we just did it at home, and that I did that for years, just looking for an. God, God, and there's got to be a better trail than the same trail. And so I just carried that attitude up here and look like there's, I know there's more than the eight main trails and it's just sharing them with people. My, my theory is spread people out. You know, I think the more people know about more trails, the more they're going to spread out and you know, I'm, I'm I yeah. think, and more likely to protect a trail. If, if 50 people know about a trail, more likely if something happens to it, you'll, somebody will say something as opposed to if the only five people have their secret trail something happens that trail well it's just going to disappear i love that too the, the, the idea that more people know about a trail the, the more protected it's going to be um i know there's been issues here in southern oregon about kind of secret trails but then not very many people know about them and then local hikers are getting mad because mountain bikers are going on there who aren't supposed to yeah. and tearing them up and destroying them but yeah it, it, it's it, it is tough because i know there there are certain trails i know about i'm like i don't want everybody on this trail because uh-huh. i Right now I'm enjoying it, but it's like at the same time, it's so overgrown and it's so like, it'd be nice to 
have some trail maintenance done out down here and get a group together and clean it up. And if more people knew about it, you could really gather up and, you know, get all the hikers locally to get out there and clean it up. And just, it's, it's outdoors is for everybody. And it's, it's, yeah, I, 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 I fight that. I fight yeah. that temptation sometimes too. Oh yeah. It is. It is. There's two sides of all coins and I, and it is you just gotta, you do get to go back and forth and go, ah, I'll get invite some people to know about this trail. Man, you're right. Maintenance. That's a good point. Getting more people know the more exactly. we'll help. Yeah. Exactly. So curious, being in LA, what got you into trail running? Because people think I'm crazy. I go, you know, I'll hike 12 miles in a day. People think, oh, that's crazy. I think it's crazy to go run that same trail. <laughs> <laughs> I've never talked to a trail runner before, but you, you're also known as a, as a trail runner. Talk to us a little bit about why trail running and what does that look like as far as you know carrying water and doing other things because you you obviously can't carry a big pack yeah no i got i've got a little rig i have a, I have a small video camera that i've had for years and uh and my drone i carry that and i got a little backpack and, and you know i, I kind of figure out whether eh, how much i'm gonna how much gear i'm gonna bring depending upon how much running i'm actually gonna do versus and really I see running, you know, you've got on, how many hikes have you gone on where you get to the end at the top of the peak or the end of the trail and you've got another five miles to go back to your car and you're like, those last five miles are like, oh, staying mm-hmm. forever. I just want to be done. I already saw the cool part. This is the horrible mosquito part. I wish I could just, so <laughs> a, a lot of it is I'm just running from mosquitoes just because I want <laughs> I want to I want to get to where the cool part and then at the end I want to run back to my car because I'm just uh, you know just your knees start to go and you're just like I'm over it it's the last hour you're over it so that's a lot of running has to do with uh I I got I'm done like I've a certain time frame that I can uh you know all day hiking I mean day even day hiking you know you call it a day I'm a day hiker I guess I can't do a whole day <laughs> I'll get you back I'm done I can go rest so what brought you then to, to Ashland and, and what about Ashland do you love as far as hiking goes? Oh, uh, there's, because there's, there's all the hiking you can do. You know, you can do, there's the local stuff. You don't have to go very far and you don't have to make a big drive to get to a pretty fantastic place, but you can make a little bit bigger drive and you're at freaking Crater Lake for crying out loud. You know, yeah. I mean, it's you, you don't have to invest too much to get out to some pretty interesting and, and wonderful places. And it's just every, it's everywhere all the time. And, and plus you got the cute little town where there's kind of a hippie vibe. And, but, uh, I like that. And, uh, you know, there's a, the Lithia park where you just sit there by the water and you don't have to do any work at all. And that's still pretty freaking nice. And, uh, so yeah, like, you know, a little culture, a little, a little nature and, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of character. I like all those things. So talking, I've, I've, I've been at uh, Ashland Chamber of Commerce meetings and you're, each time your name kind of comes up, it's like, oh yeah, there's that guy who does the trail website. He brought an iPad to my bread and breakfast and, oh yeah, and, and you know, he has all these trails for all, all of our, our, our people who stay here, our guests. You've kind of been known as, as the person who is, is provides information to locals and in Ashland, it's very much a tourist town. Um, you've been known as a guy who does that, who, who gives this information out for free, really. What, what, <laughs> what, what, what inspired you to, to just kind of be the, the local Ashland trail guide? I just, you know, 
it's it's crazy. I keep trying to I keep trying to figure out. I I don't enjoy going back to Los Angeles and working on TV shows anymore. It's uh it's fine. I just don't enjoy it. I try to figure out how I can stay in Aspen forever and never leave. And I'm like, I should make money off of my trail thing. And I have zero skills in that. I don't know how to do it. So I and I don't do it. I didn't do it for the money. You know, I would like to do it so I don't have to go to Los Angeles. But I just. You just do it because you want to, sh- I, you know, I just, it, I don't know. Is it a sense of justice? Like everyone should know about this trail. Uh, it, you know, I always, I guess it stems back to when, you know, you first come into town, you're trying to find things and you see people's eyes kind of like look away from you. Like, I don't know. I've never heard of the fairy ponds before. You're like, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, so it's that, like, I feel like that's not fair. Everyone should know where the fairy ponds are for crying out loud, not everyone's going to want to go, but they shouldn't know about them. And you should be able to just tell them that just, be, it feels like if you don't tell somebody something, you know, that is cool, then you're, then you're, that's makes, that's not good. You should tell people cool things, you know, and share with them. And that's just a basic philosophy I have. I mean, people, a lot of people aren't going to care if you share something cool because they don't think it's cool, but I don't know. I think it's just good to share knowledge that you have. Now, your your website, I, I love your website because it not only does it have all these resources and maps, but your videos are really well done. You have the drone footage. You 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 take the time. to You, you put some time in. As someone who's been in Hollywood, you understand production. You understand what a decent shot looks like. Um, but you inject a lot of humor into it as well. And, you're, and you're, it's very different than other things I see on YouTube where it's just – Honestly, it's just someone vlogging. Yeah, I'm going on this trail. Look at this, blah, blah, blah. What what inspires you to make those videos and just kind of inject your personality into it and just kind of make them fun and informative and entertaining for that matter? Well, you know, you've seen all the videos. There's there's a, there's a much a different – I'd say as far as like you take trail websites, there's a bazillion – not a bazillion. There's a couple of good ones. You know, you've got your all trails and hike speak and – hiker thing and you've got your podcast and there's other hiking podcasts and there's different everyone's got an angle right or, or a niche would you say like you're more like getting behind the personality of like the feeling of a trail whereas some places are just like gps coordinates and mm-hmm. you know and that's it and so uh i you know and that's fine and, and sometimes you want one and sometimes you want the other and for me personally i like something that's going to give me some good directions and be lighthearted. And that's just, you know, you know, it's like your personality comes out, right? Andy, I mean, I think your personality comes out in, in this podcast, just because you're making it the way you want to make something. Mm-hmm. Right. And so why do you do it? Because this is you, right. And you know, why do, why do mine come across the way they do? I think it's just because you're just being yourself, you know? Right? So before we get into your book, I want to, like you said, get a little more about the personality behind the hiker. How has over the years hiking Los Angeles, being being in, you know in forestry and and now in Ashland, which is a hiker's paradise, um, how has hiking overall changed who you are over the years? Uh, it's I I I I can't I can't really say for sure. I guess it's uh. It, it's I feel bad because it kind of has separated me from people because I hike alone most of the time. And I have found 
you know, my buddy John Cooper in Los Angeles, we used to hike together all the time. That was it. And uh, so we'd have a great time on the trail. And then after he moved away and I moved away, uh, I would go hiking less with other people. And then I started hiking. I tried to go hiking with people occasionally. That's never quite the same. So I find myself separating from people more because I'm like, I just want to do this myself. I want to mm-hmm. hike on my own. And it's not, uh, I, I don't feel like I need to get away from other people. But I, I, the more I hike by myself, the more I realize I'm kind of just an old man talking to clouds. You know, it's, not, it's, no, it's kind of like, I'm not, it's, it's more of a meditative experience for me. I just do it for me to explore, you know, whatever or, you know, clear my head or think about stuff. And it's no longer as, as social as it used to be. And I, I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, but it's, you know, it might, might be, I don't meditate for real. So maybe this is my, my evolution into meditation is, you know, doing this thing. So as time continues and you, you, you hike more and more, what would you tell someone who's getting into hiking or looking to, you know, get off the couch and be like, I want to go take a hike, you know, in the literal sense, not, you know, get out of here. Um, what would you tell someone who's, who's looking to get into hiking? Like with first, like there's, there's the practical stuff, you know, bring water, you know, know where you're going, but just more of the mental preparation of what should someone do if they're looking just to get out there? I'd say, uh, uh, I'd say most importantly, like be ready to talk to people. Like as though, even though I just said, I want to be out there by myself. If you run into somebody, be ready to run into somebody on the trail and don't be annoyed by that. I think there's a lot of, you know, you run across people and they're like, ah, I was by myself and there's people here. And oh, one of them's got a kid. Oh, a dog. What's going on? You know, that's wonderful. I'd be ready for that and be open to like talk to some people on the trails because, you know, I find out about many new trails by talking to somebody I meet on a trail and they're like, Oh, have you spend, have you seen the waterfall? I'm like waterfall. They're like, yeah, back there at that rock. If you turned right, you would have gone up and they're like, Oh no, that's super cool. And so I'd say, although you may be going out just to be in nature, be, oh, be open and excited about running into people. I mean, it's COVID and everything. You don't want to lick their face, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I love that advice because you do run into all different kinds of people on the trail. And it's it, so many times you're like, you are, I, I know myself, I've gotten annoyed. Like, Oh, I was, I was hoping to get through this whole loop, you know, without right. seeing a single soul. And now it's like, all these dang through hikers are coming through here. And I'm like, I am on a section of the PCT. So that's to be expected, but like, dang it, these through hikers yeah. or dang it, these, you know, these people with kids or dogs and it's, but, we all take care of these trails and it's just important to understand that we're we're in this together. And I I love that advice. That's really good. Let's get into your book. What, what, what inspired you to to write a book about all these wonderful trails in Ashland? And and, and you've talked about the Ashland trail association. I mean, I've, I've really kind of just recently discovered the array and web of trails that are behind Lithia park and all over behind Ashland, you know, Bandersnatch, Alice in Wonderland, lower wonder up you know, the wonder trail, all these trails and they connect and they can take you all the way out to California and back amazing trails around Ashland. It's a, it is a hiker's paradise, but what inspired you to write a book on this? Well, not enough people were looking at my website, Andy. I was very angry at people. So <laughs> I said, I was going to jam this. It was either going to be uh you know, buy a bunch of banners downtown and say, well, go to my website or I'll make it into a book, and put it in a bookstore. It was, it was just a natural evolution in my mind. Cause let's, I mean, 
when you go, if you go to another town or if you go visit somewhere and you're like going, oh, I wonder what trails are here. You'll check a website. There'll be a couple. But, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, bookstores used to be awesome. And I think once again, will be. But, but uh, you know, you go in and you look for kind of a local trail guide. And, I, and you know, have you read uh, Sullivan's book? You know, he's got. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the classic. Right. So yeah. Sullivan's book is there. And I bought I accidentally bought it. I bought it three times, not, remember, <laughs> yes, not yes. remembering I had it. And then I would buy it again. I'm like, oh, I already got it. So, they keep changing. They keep changing the cover on that thing, so it looks you know, different. And it's actually the same trails in our area, so you know we added one somewhere near Portland. But you know, it's a so that was not that was not enough. It didn't give me enough local stuff. And you know, there was always an, and there's another. There would be another book that would come out: Northern California, Southern uh, Oregon day hikes, and it would still be pretty general. And I'm like, going, I know there's eight zillion trails here. Why isn't there a better? local guide so i'm like i just put my website on a book that would be super uh i think that'd be fun and plus let's you know it's i didn't do that before i mean i you know using self-publishing software and you'd be surprised andy i uh pitched it to a couple of real publishers and they, they said are you out of your mind we couldn't we we can't make make enough money off of you it's too local you jerk I'm like, oh, that's rude. Okay, they didn't call me a jerk. But, you know, basically, they were just going, yeah, that's that's not what publishers do, make no money. I go, well, that's what I do. I make no money, and I'm good at it. So I'm going to continue doing that. So how, why would someone why, – why, why, what, what about your book sets – sets you apart from or the website sets you apart from an all trails i mean i have my qualms with all trail all trails but i still pay the money what 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 sets you know ashlandtrails.com or the book apart from say you downloading the all trails app well you you you, you check all those sites they're user populated like somebody uploads their version of the trail and other people have comments on it and some trails are you know they rate through their system and they've got ads and all that stuff, but that's fine. My, I like mine has one voice. So you're going to get the same kind of uh, explanation of a trail, every trail, because it's just going to be me and it's a trail I did. And so I took the video and, uh, uh, and the book, let's face it. I, uh, I don't know if this is uh, working up to my expectations, but I put uh, QR codes in the book so you can scan on your phone the trail and then it goes to my website on your phone if you want to do that. Because that is different different moods. Sometimes you want to flip through a little book. Sometimes you want to scroll through your phone, you know. So try to connect those two. And uh, and uh, I, I think I think the visual aspect, the video stuff, that's my favorite part of my 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 own personal part is because mm-hmm. you can see the trail and where you're parking. Uh, compared to you know and you go like that looks like a long ways away and really dusty or you can go oh that one looks steep i don't want to do that one today so it's and that's that's one thing i do love about your site is is those videos because i don't have four-wheel drive yet i'm good my, my next car is going to be a four-wheel drive vehicle it's gonna be a subaru or something and you you show where you go and where you park and i'm like ah, my car's not going to make it there yeah. or oh that's perfect or and that's stuff that you're not necessarily going to get on all trails or other sites and uh, it's been it's been so helpful for me uh, as as a new and local hiker to be able to go there. I'm like, oh yes, yeah, so I can go there. Oh no, I'm going to stay away from there, or I'm actually going to park a little back and hike an extra mile yeah. into that trailhead because I know my car is not going to make it there. So, yeah, yeah. 
one last question before we, we kind of wrap here. Why is it important to, whether you live in Ashland or LA or, or near the Appalachian Trail, you know, on the East Coast, why is hiking local so important? Why is it important for hikers to be involved in the local hiking trails that are around them? Oh, I mean, look, uh, I'm not a religious human being very much. So uh, for me, it's a, you know, like I said before, it's kind of a meditation. You get out, you know, you uh, change your attitude a little bit. It's, uh, I would imagine if we live near the beach or if I were a beach person, I would say going to the beach, a long walk, clear your head, you know, think about, you know, the connection of nature and all that stuff or whatever, whatever it is, just to get away and uh, breathe fresh air. Your fresh air is the craziest thing. I, when I would, I used to fly in from Los Angeles to uh, Medford back when I was uh, working more and just, you know, the beautiful fresh air of the Medford airport was just, you know, you just breathe it in and went, wow, Medford airport smells great because you, but you know, by, by contrast, you go, well, from the city, you know, you're just in the, you're downtown or you're near your cars or you're at the, you know, the Bymart or whatever, take that next step into the Hills and you smell that fresh air and you're like, Oh man, this is, it just smell is such a powerful thing. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and so to get out into the freshness of the nature and the different trees that you go past and, the, you know, the textures and stuff, it's just kind of, it kind of, I think it just, you know, re, you know, rejiggers your brain a little bit and re, recharges your, your soul. You don't feel as, you don't feel as horrified by humanity as you do when you're, when you're bumping <laughs> shoulders with people in the, in the supermarket. Awesome. So if someone wants to come out to Ashland and hike, or there's, I know there's a lot of locals listening to this podcast, uh, where would they find your site and your book and all your information? Oh yeah. That's uh, ashlandtrails.com is the website and, uh, it's hundred percent free. Every, everything in my book is on the website. More, there's more on the website actually than in the book. Cause I got like just places to go that aren't really trails like, uh, you know, uh, the, the rock quarry to jump in. But, uh, uh, that's ashlandtrails.com. Just click around on there. It's got everything. And then uh, on my book, ashlandtrails.com, the book, uh, is uh, at the – it's at uh, let's see, Travel Essentials and Bloomsbury and uh, Paddington. One of the Paddingtons. Travel Pad- Travel Paddington. I can't remember that name. And then, of course, uh, Northwest Nature Shop. So All, all in Ashland, yes. All in Ashland. No one else – like like the publishers told me, no one's going to buy your book. <laughs> Let's read with Ashland. I'm like, they're correct. Well, when I, when I used to drive Uber, I mean, besides PCT hikers, I used to pick up people from the Medford airport, taking the Ashland and they'd be in Ashland just to hike around Ashland. Like that's really? why they came. I always found that amazing. And then I discovered the PCT and all that. So, I mean, it is a destination. So people love hiking these trails and they love the, the outdoor, the outdoor outdoorsiness of the area. And it is a, it's, it's a kind of a, a, a hub for, for outdoor, outdoors, outdoorsy, hikey people. So um, that's an amazing resource. Can someone order your book online? Yeah, you know it's it's on Amazon.com. I tried to I made it on Lulu, like a non Amazon, because you know, like you know, I'm not going to give my money to Bezos, that yeah, rich guy. But uh, but the other company, oh, it was such a tough interface, and and they couldn't print the books on the on paper. It was something crazy. So I'm like, oh. All right, I go to Amazon. I'm like, oh shoot, it's so much easier and cheaper. Uh, so it was just such an easier interface. So it's on there. All so, right, sorry, America. But if you're in Ashland, you yeah. can go to yeah. 
all the places listed, Northwest Nature Shop, Travel Essentials Ashland, it's all in downtown Ashland. All, I, we have a lot of PCT hikers who listen, and they know Ashland. You know where it's at. Go find the book. Co- message me. I will buy you a copy from, from Bloomsbury, <laughs> and I will send it to you in the mail with a Hiker Podcast sticker. Because uh, this is amazing, awesome resources. So, Jim, thank you so much for coming on the show and just thank talking you. about hiking local and everything you've done for the Ashland community of hikers. Um, I know I'm grateful as a new hiker, and so many other people are. Like I said, I go to Chamber of Commerce meetings, and your name comes up as that hiker guy every time. So thank you for what you do. Well, thank you. And you and I are going to have to hit a trail together one day, Eddie. Yes, we will. I agree. As long as, you, as long as you're used to hiking slow. I'm a slow. You're not going to run the last five miles back with me? No, no, no. <laughs> You know, that, the, the, the downhill on a descent yeah. are like my kryptonite. Oh, that's, yeah. where I, that's where I roll my ankles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Jim, so much. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to that conversation with me and Jim. Jim is a dear friend. We actually haven't been hiking together yet. We were going to, and then Corona happened, and then we were going to it again. And I was like, oh, how are we going to get here and there? And so we're trying to figure that out. He has put out some great videos locally. And I'd encourage you to check out his site, ashlandtrails.com. Buy his book. A lot of you um, like to come into this area, like to pass through Ashland and Southern Oregon to hike and to section hike the PCT, or maybe you're through hiking through the area. Check out his book. So many great resources. He even has, like he said, the book has QR codes to use on your phone to get that map on your phone and so the the details you can get from his book are different than all trails or even gaia because you you see oh this is where i need to park this is where i need to go and if you have a a local trail guru in your area i would encourage you to go and you know support them because it's a lot of work to do what jim does and what other people do uh in their local areas to, to really not only hike these hikes, but then write about it and put the resources in and track the mileage and all that. So Jim, thank you so, so, so much for coming on the show. I'm super excited to announce next week's guest who I'm interviewing tomorrow. Um, Should I go ahead and say it? I I should go ahead. Many of you know this person as the Epic Trail Angel, author of the new book, Journeys North, Barney Scout Man will be coming on the Hiker Podcast next week. You don't want to miss it. I'm super excited. I am interviewing him in 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 12 hours and three minutes. I, I just like this is a legend of the trail. He wrote a great book, um, which I am hopefully gonna finish tonight before I interview him. If I don't, that's fine. Um, but uh, I, I'm super excited to have um, Scout on the show next week to talk about. His years as, as a trail angel, him and his spouse Frodo, um, working with, with, with PCT through hikers as they, as they go out and journey north, like the book says, but also uh, his, his um, tales of the trail. So with that said, guys, like I said before, uh, make sure you follow me on all the various social media networks. I'm Andy. You can follow me at Andy Films and Hikes on Instagram. You can email me, Andy, at the hiker, at Andy at hikerpodcast.com or go to hikerpodcast.com. You can follow Uh, the hiker podcast on facebook or instagram as well with that guys thank you so much i appreciate you all what you all do for me and the show and uh like i said before if you want a sticker hit me up in the dms on instagram and i will do my best to get you a sticker with that guys thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the hiker podcast (laughs) 